It's time for the Engaged Club, the podcast for club managers and operators that strive to create loyal and connected members, guests, and customers. Here are the two guys with the club management and digital marketing advice you need to realize your club's potential, Jim Hope and Roger Kincaid. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Engage Club podcast. I am Roger Kincaid. I do the marketing for Off Course Golf. Find us online at offcourse.golf. I'm Jim Hope, and I'm the GM of the Derrick Golf and Winter Club. Hello, Roger Kincaid. How are you? Hey, Jim Hope, I'm fantastic. How does somebody go about navigating the touchy-feely politics in, uh, in your golf club? Very, very carefully. <laughs> this is this is this is one of those topics like governance and uh, sort of being everything to everybody in your F and B department. That is uh, a topic, a conversation uh, around a around a beer with a bunch of club managers, and something that we are always conscious about at our club. Um, I got a, we got a note uh, through the engagedclub.com from one of our from uh, one of our listeners to, to ask if we would talk about. Uh, how you navigate politics as a GM at a club, and this was a from a GM who was uh, was a clubhouse manager at a previous club, and is in his first GM's gig. So he may have been insulated a little bit about it when he was a clubhouse manager, but he's uh, he's fully into the stew right now as the uh, oh, GM. So that's really uh, interesting. Will, now, now we're not talking about like Republicans versus Democrats here. We are not. No, we're talking. Everybody's in the center. There's no left. There's no one on the far left. There's anybody on the far right. We're all in the maybe left of center or right of center. And you as the GM are going to be strictly right in the middle. You you are going to they're going to call you Switzerland when you when you leave your club. And that picket fence that you're sitting on is going to hurt after a while. But that's, you know, at the end of the day, what you need to need to be. And I had listed that as sort of the sort of the fifth takeaway on uh, how to navigate politics. But I'll have it as the first one is. It's just you just got to stay neutral through all of this. I mean, it's it's easy to um, feel that your um, uh, the security for you would be to align yourself with the power brokers at your club, and and if anything, it's probably the worst thing you can do by doing that. I think you need to understand where the power centers are in a club, and every club has, you know, maybe one big power center, or they've got a a bunch of smaller power centers, and and um, I don't think you want to get aligned with any of them, but I think you want to understand where they are, um, who they are, uh, and what their, I use the word issues, and it may, that may be a little strong, but you want to understand uh, what their concerns are and where they're coming from, from a club standpoint. And generally in those power centers, they're coming from a place of history. More often than not, they will have had some history at the club, uh, either themselves growing up as, uh, you know, at the club, or um, they may be a generational member of the club. So uh, that in itself will um, bring some nuances, but it also brings some opportunities, I think, as well, because as the GM, if you can if you can uh, learn from them and, and understand, you know, how the club came to be who it is today and, and where that that group or constituents of members uh, feel the club need to go, um, which may be different than the strategic direction that the board is taking it. Uh, that would be very uh, helpful to know that. And if you know that, you can also work with them in trying to understand why uh, the club is going in the direction they are, which may be uh, not aligned with where they think that the club needs to go. And, you know, through some conversations and uh, maybe the odd time having a beer around a table, uh, you might be able to get them aligned with, uh, they can understand at least where the board 
board's going. They may not agree with it, but they at least they can understand it. Uh, and they're also, as I said earlier, a great history, a great resource for the history of the club. And as a new GM at a club or a GM at any club, the more you can understand where the club uh, came from will help you drive the club as to where it's got to go. Because right. often we're telling the story of the history of a club when we're selling it to a new member. So the more you can understand of that, the better. Uh, one of the things that I'm stealing this from uh, a friend of this podcast, uh, Robert Sirachi from Medina Golf Club, he had done an article uh, about protecting your president and protecting your board. So Robert, thank you. I'm stealing this for you. And I'm, but I'm going to break it down to a 10-minute a, a podcast from a, you know, a, a long article uh, that Robert had written. But you know, it's important uh, if you're going to navigate the politics of your club, that as the GM, you protect your board and protect your president, that you really make sure that they never have any surprises, that you've got your, your ear to the ground, you're listening to these different constituents around a club, these different power centers, and making sure that the board and the president understand you know, what they're talking about and what they're thinking and what they're saying and, and the directions they want to go. And it doesn't mean you're going to change the, the, the strategic direction that the board are going in because they're doing it from a I think a more broad base and they're doing it from a more global look uh, but it's just important that your board and your president especially understand where these power centers are and maybe what uh, what they want from the club uh, and secondly I think what that does as well is is it just lets the board also know and the president know that you're hearing all of the members of the club and that, that you've um, you're gonna make sure that they, they don't have any surprises I think you also want to play team defense, you know, for your team. You want to be that person that's standing out in front of those groups and in front of the membership and, and you know what's going on in all departments of your club and you're able to def not defend might not be the right word, but you're able to play, uh, uh, you're able to sort of block some of the criticism, some of the suggestions, some of the, the talks that are going on with regards to different uh, uh, areas of the club. Uh, and to protect your team, to be able to let them work in confidence and to go about doing what you know, and what they know are the best things that they can do to enhance the services and the products that the members are getting. So if you if you're protecting your team, if you're protecting your board, if you're understanding where the power centers are at your club, um, but you're respecting them as well and you're, you're learning from them. Um, and as I said at the very top, the last thing I'll leave you with again is if you're just staying neutral to all of this, uh, you'll be uh, you'll be a better GM for it, uh, because the last thing you want to do is align yourself with the group, because I've seen that go very poorly for a lot of managers when they do that. But I've never seen anybody get hurt when they've stayed neutral through the process. Wow. That's deep because it kind of puts you in a position of what, well, where you should be, which is representing and working for the club and not just a faction of it, be it large or small, right? You bet. But it's really easy in any business, not just the club business, but it's really easy to, um, to listen to the loud voices. Right. Uh, and not pay attention to the people that aren't speaking to you, who are generally the majority at, at a club uh, and get caught with those loud voices and think that if I can, if I do everything that they're suggesting that I do, uh, I'm going to be happier. I'm going to be safer and the club is going to be better when deep down, you know that that's not true. But you think this might be the safest approach to take. But at the end of the day, I've always found that when you know I'm dealing with different uh, groups at a club, uh, they may not like the decisions you're making, but they respect you for making the decisions because they know you're coming from a place of doing it for the betterment of the club as a whole. It may go against what they want, but they'll respect you for the fact that you're doing it for the, all the right reasons. And at the end of the day, you just want that respect from them. You don't necessarily want them to maybe necessarily like you, but if they'll respect you because of the decisions you're making, then you've won. 
Oh man, that's, yeah, that's a life lesson. Hey, you don't have to be loved by everyone. You just have to be respected. Yeah. As somebody once said to me, if you want to be loved by everybody, sell ice cream. (laughs) Don't be a club manager. Well played. (laughs) And a good note to end on too, Jim. Thanks so much. Awesome wisdom as always. And thanks so much for listening to the Engaged Club podcast. Share this one with your friends inside and outside the club business. And uh, please subscribe to wherever, uh, to the Engaged Club, wherever you get your podcasts. This has been the Engaged Club Podcast with Jim Hope and Roger Kincaid. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. If you like what you heard, share it with your fellow club managers and operators. Until next time, thanks for listening.